Land, the House of Sin, and Studio Stand On, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Okay, everyone, get out your pens and your paper and get ready to tell me something I don't know. You're listening to Tell Me Something I Don't Know with Hudson and Charlie. and tidbits that might just change your world completely and entirely. Today on the show is Psychology Week, where your two hosts will be pitted against each other in order to win as many psychology theme games as time will allow. All in order to win this amazing trophy this week. It is the petrified front left cortex of Hudson's brain <laughs> to be extracted live here on Tell Me Something I Don't Know. Live radio, magical. Live radio, magical. The loser will also have to read the winner three psychology puns, Hudson. Ooh. Before you tell us what games are playing this week, we have a very special guest in the studio. This isn't a robot. This isn't a voiceover <laughs> that we've done in the past. This is a real live man, sports psychologist, Daniel Diamond, eventual PhD. Thank you so much for coming in, mate. Oh, it's great to be here. Really excited. Uh, have you brought your game face today? I have brought all different types of faces. <laughs> oh, he's a psychologist. As he needs them. He needs them, Huddy. Huddy, um... Are you excited to have Daniel on the show? Oh, I'm very nervous. You know, finally we have an expert and potentially I'll learn things that I didn't know. Exactly. You know, which is what it's all about here on the show. Maybe the listeners will finally learn things <laughs> yeah. that I don't know. Maybe I'll learn something. I don't know. <laughs> oh. A lot of learning, a uh, lot of games. Um, uh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. we've got all the games that you're familiar with, I'm sure. Who said that? Who's your daddy and what does he do? you got to be trumping me okay. and obscure trivia from... Bolivia. I'm very excited, Hudson. Daniel Diamond, sports psychologist. Um, have you listened to the show before? I have. I remember one particular moment in one of the shows a few weeks ago, Charlie, where yeah. you said sports psychology wasn't a real profession. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this very well. Um, on that note, I reckon we'll go to the song before we have Mutiny in the studio. Good start. Uh, Hudson, we have Daniel Diamond, sports psychologist and eventual... Um, PhD in the studio with us. Uh, we've had some a few texts come in on the line saying, Daniel Diamond, we love you. <laughs> Daniel Diamond, you dub bomb. Uh, they're coming in thick and strong for you, Daniel. How does that make you feel, mate? It feels great. I actually... Um I'm expecting an honorary PhD from Sin Radio. Sin Radio. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I'm am hoping, I. I'm hoping to get one. Yeah. Uh, Hudson, now it's time for... Oh, who said that? Oh, who said that? So we're going back to the classic game of Oh, Who Said That? But we're changing it up a little bit today, Charlie. Because mm-hmm. we've got special guest uh, Daniel Diamond, uh, expert on the head, the brain, and everything inside it. Okay. So I'm going to set up a scenario where I am going to give you a, a person with some kind of uh, objective in mind, uh, psychologically related. And you want to, you have to tell me what your advice to this person would be. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel will come in and uh, tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Okay. All are right. you ready, ready, Charlie? I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit okay. Me. Here is stepping into the oh office God, now. God, I'm nervous. Okay. So... 
I'm an athlete struggling with the pressure of my sports, Charlie. I'm having problems staying focused, staying motivated. What advice do you have for me? Well, Hudson, if you don't have pressure, you can't make diamonds. Mm. Okay, thank you for that. And then I would ask you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to take payment. <laughs> um, that's actually very good. I don't mind that philosophy at all. Oh, yeah, I thought that was really, really good. Um, uh, it's all about embracing pressure and making room for it. I like it, I like it, I like it. Um, you might want to ask a couple more questions. Uh, <laughs> like, what sport they play? <laughs> or how <laughs> that's actually affecting them in their life. Um, okay. But otherwise, really, really good. Great start. Okay, cool. Fair okay. I think that's a point. Uh, I'll be the judge of that. Okay, next one. Okay. I'm a young professional in a high-pressure job, okay. but I'm looking at being more affirmative. What advice do you have for me? A firm hand is worth two in the bush. Sorry? Can you... A firm can, hand yeah. is worth can two you, in the bush. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, uh, I think that it's important in your professional life, Hudson, um, to be firm, but not too firm, to have scared the birds out of the bush. Okay. All right. What do you reckon, Daniel? Okay, so here you're starting to lose me a little bit. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go for too many points here, Hudson. Um, <laughs> I, you've got to speak really clearly to your clients, and you're using metaphor, which I don't mind. Okay. Um, but this is really obscure, mate. Um, I'd probably um, look at the behaviours again uh, in which he's struggling or she's struggling, this person might be. Um, yeah, how they're struggling to actually be assertive and when they need to be assertive. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Lovely. I've okay. written that down, so I'll be able to um, do it next time. My name is Charlie Kennahan. I'm an aimless delinquent <laughs> looking for a goal in life. What <laughs> advice do you have for me? Um, I would say that Charlie Kennahan, take your time. Uh, do not let your parents pressure you into doing another university degree <laughs> you don't want to do. Um, and there's nothing wrong with living off the doll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, this is a bit like newer therapy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so actually, like, this is an interesting point because um, sometimes a client will come into you to, c- to come into session, come in to see you, and they're actually experiencing something that you might be experiencing. You've got to really, really careful that you're not transferring um, your stuff onto them. Um, so that would be something that I'd be really mindful in, of uh, of uh, of not doing. Have that, mum and dad. Have a couple more. You listening? Um. I think everybody around me are robots. Everybody around me are not real <laughs> people. It? I think they're robots, yeah. What Is advice do you have for me? Um, it's important to get to know people on the inside, mm-hmm. um, whether that be cogs and wires or flesh and bone. Um, don't judge a robot by its cover. <laughs> judge it by its cogs. <laughs> Well, I actually like that. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, aside from aside from exploring, you know, any any uh, potential mental illness uh, that that person might have, um, if the robots were actually really, really human-like to the point where maybe they actually are almost humans, artificial intelligence, maybe we should treat them with the respect we treat humans. So it's a bit serious and deep, but I don't mind that, Charlie. You're doing pretty well. I think I have a career in this. (laughs) Move aside, Daniel Diamond, coming in. All right, next one. Um, Last one. So uh, your next patient is uh, Donald Trump. (sighs) 
<laughs> what, uh, what advice do you have for him? Just what advice? Well, uh, advice for his uh, how long, condition. How long do we have here? <laughs> um, I would look at him and say, I would say, Donald, your father loves you. <laughs> stop it. Please just stop. <laughs> yeah, that's what okay, I'd say. Okay, sure. Okay, right. And so, so here we've got a situation where you're sort of placing your beliefs mm. onto him. Yeah. Okay, so we might want to be mindful of not doing that. So as a psychologist, you've got the first rule is um, do no harm. And so you can't really place your beliefs onto someone else because that might be harming them. Um, Even if that person has small hands? As that person especially. (laughs) (laughs) And a toupee. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I think you did okay, Charlie. We'll um, tell you some points in the break. Um, But interesting advice for all the listeners out there. Hudson, we are not alone in the studios. We have special guest, eventual PhD in sports psychology, Daniel Diamond, on the show. We're privileged. Uh, We've got more texts coming through. Hudson, what do they say about Daniel? They say uh, he's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. He's very knowledgeable. Yeah. And that he's changed their life. Completely and entirely. Ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for... Obscure Trivia from Bolivia. Obscure Trivia from Bolivia. Uh, This is the game where I'm going to give you two gentlemen, Hudson and Daniel, a fact that may or may not be related to Bolivia. Hudson will answer first because Daniel (laughs) may know the answer. Uh, Are you gentlemen ready? Uh, Yeah, let's go. Okay, hit the music. Question number one. Young budding psychologists like our very own Daniel Diamond here, who's not really young and budding, he's old and wise, um, all need to start off with an education. So why not get educated in the beautiful country of Bolivia? If you find yourself with a Bolivian tertiary hankering, you will probably end up in the wonderful city of Cochabamba, where a lot of the exchange programs go. What is Cochabamba's main industry? This is a stretch. (laughs) It's not really about psychology. Uh, (laughs) Is it A, sunflower seeds, B, edible oils, C, oily sunflower seeds, (laughs) or D, moose? Um, well, I feel like I have the upper hand here because every week I learn a little bit more about Bolivia. Yeah, every um, week. So I feel like I've got a bit of a head start here. So, edible oils. I feel like I feel like you just wanted to say oily sunflower seeds, <laughs> so you just added the oils as a guess. So I'm going to go sunflower seeds as my guess. Okay, Daniel? Yeah, I actually... Can I go the same one? Yeah. Because, you think it's sunflower seeds? I think seeds. you can get some oil out of sunflower seeds, so I'm going to go sunflower oh, seeds. Oh, that's wise. get some oil out of there as well. Incorrect! It is edible oils. The sunflower production is done in La Paz, which is the capital. Of course, I get those mixed up every week. La Paz is La Paz, Hudson. Question number two. Both of you got that wrong. Left brain, right brain theory states what, Diamond? Uh, Well, traditionally, that um, the right brain is your more creative side Mm -hmm. and the left is your more logical. Okay. So logic is... Left. The left hemisphere. And right is... Creative. Perfect. So, please sort the following list of geniuses into the correct list of left or right brain category, okay? So, we've got Albert Einstein, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, Charles Kenahan, or B1 from Banana, Bananas and Pyjamas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna put them all into the right brain, except for Charlie, which I'm gonna put into uh, no brain. <laughs> and then we're going to put uh, B... Yeah, that's my answer, yeah. Okay, let's go and put them in all in creative. Yeah. Okay, including Albert Einstein. Interesting choice. Okay, yeah, well... Um, okay, well, here's the thing, right? So I'd actually put Einstein in both A and B. Ooh. And, I'd, and I'd put um, uh, Mozart in uh, the right brain. Yeah. Uh, and I... Is it bad to say I don't know who B1 is? Yeah, that's pretty bad to say. From Bananas and Pajamas yeah. is a popular Australian. You're not yeah. Australian, no, so... I was born in England. Should do um, Thomas the Tank Engine. So he's instead. constantly saying, good thinking, B1, and then he goes, good <laughs> thinking, B2. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm going to say left. Left play, um, okay. And then Charlie is... Um, uh, you're right brain, Charlie. Right oh, brain. Actually, I've seen you on the football field, and the left <laughs> brain's more about challenge orientated and can be pretty yeah, Machia- right. Machiavellian. So I'm going to say a bit of both. Bit of both, bit of both. Well, um. Excellent. Excellent. I was just going to go with whatever Dan- Daniel said <laughs> yeah. as being correct. <laughs> oh, because I was going to say um, both brains for every single one. Yeah, well. I, I won't win the theory, you know, in that it's like disproven. Oh, it. uh, well, I like it. Hudson, Wait, you so, got nothing. Sorry, that theory was disproven, did you just say? Yeah, so it's a, oh, it's a long story. So, right. right brain, left brain is really, there's fascinating areas. So, mm. um, uh, there is dif- there are differences there, but not as traditionally, uh, no, not as traditional as right side's creative yeah. and left side's Yeah, logical. right. There okay. are some really specific things that, that do happen differently, but there's still lots of learning in that area. Unfortunately, that learning hasn't made it to Bolivia, so it's not part of the segment. Well, no, that's <laughs> okay, number three. Behavioural psychologists generally uh, undertake an additional internship and one to two years of training. It can be said that they make bank, but not too much bank. How much bank do they make on average? Is it A, 72299 is it B, 89,299? C, 109,299? Or D, it's none of your business, Charlie. Stop looking through my receipts. Um, so, all these numbers ones always get us. Yeah. Because, like, I try and look at the patterns as to why you've decided to choose these other numbers okay. and then decide my answer from that. So, I see two nines here. I see 89 and 109, so I think it's one of those. Okay. So, I'm going to go with uh, the uh, 109 option okay Daniel Diamond what currency are we talking oh, Bolivian is it Bolivian uh, peso this is the Bolivian know. peso no it's the straight AD oh, it's the straight AD, AD. Yeah. Um, what did you go Hudson 109 I'm going to go so 79, 89 or 109 I'm going to go 89 He's going 89. I'm going... Excellent. Excellent. It is $89,000. Hudson was incorrect. This is looking very good for me. I mean, I did say it was one of the nine, so... Yeah, he was incorrect. (laughs) Uh, Daniel Diamond, what is a behavioural psychologist? That's a very fine question. Uh, So, it's uh, a psychologist that looks mainly... um, in behaviours and actions. Uh, so a cognitive psychologist is looking mainly about thinking mm-hmm. styles and uh, shortcut, uh, quick thinking, thinking fast and slow, cognitive biases, these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas a behavioural psychologist focuses more on manipulating and changing behaviours. That's why you get a lot of behavioural psychs even going into sometimes, going into uh, sort of the psychological side of economy as oh, well, economics. Okay. Yeah, perfect. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, one more really quickly because we haven't got much time. Bolivia uh, is currently undergoing a psychedelic revolution. What in? Is it A, narcotics, C, muesli, or D, trompo, which is their <laughs> yes, local I know about spin trompo. top game? 
<laughs> Psychedelic Revolution of Trompo. I want to see that. I really want to go to one of those games. That's a quick answer. So I'm going to go uh, Narcotics. Oh, no, I'm going to go Architecture because I feel like it would have already had a Psychedelic Revolution in Narcotics. So okay. Architecture, yeah. Daniel Diamond. Oh, I like that idea. I'm going to go Architecture too. Excellent. Perfect, boys. It was Architecture. The harmony came together towards the end. Let's go to a song. Let's get out of here. Uh, and you two can talk about how well you did. It is Psychology Week on the show, and we have our very special guest, the one, the only, Daniel Diamond. Um, Daniel Diamond. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> um, Daniel, we've been getting some text in on the text line. Can you read out a few, uh, the ones that are about yourself for us? Uh... There's one from my mum here. Yep. <laughs> why, why aren't you calling me? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, that's enough. Stop for. Who is your daddy and what does... Who is your daddy and what does he do? So I'm going to start explaining a thing, an object, an idea... Um, and you have to stop me, Charlie, when you think you know what it is I'm describing. And then Daniel will come in with a one-two punch of information okay. at the end and his own <laughs> okay, understanding right. of the, the, the what I'm describing. Okay, I'm Charlie, are you, down, are, are, are you ready? Um, I'm ready. Are you ready, Hudson? <laughs> Strapped to a machine, my mouth hooked up to pipes. I stand in a room as they feed me meat powder. Again and again, I'm fed this delicious concoction. My mouth can't help but drool at the thought of it. All of a sudden, I hear a bell go off with my next meal. It rings loudly in my ear. Confused, I continue to eat. The meal after that, again, the same. Me, princess. Are you a meat pie? No. Okay. No, I'm not, Charlie. <laughs> this music doesn't really fit the theme of the, the thing, but we'll keep going with it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the same bell again and again. The bell always there. The bell rings. I wait. No powder. Saliva runs down my jaw. Oh, excuse oh. me. Are you the experiment? Are you the saliva experiment from Pavlov's Pavlov's saliva experiment? Pa- Pavlov's, Pavlov's saliva. Dogs? Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's rat. Pavlov's, Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's dog. Yes. Well <laughs> That's Pavlov's dog. Oh um, wow! What is Pavlov's dog? Well, Pavlov was the actually he wasn't even a psychologist, right? He was a physiologist, I think, or something, or maybe even a physicist. I can't remember. Um, so Pavlov's dog uh, is the basis for classical conditioning, which is you know when you walk home, you cut, you enter into your home, and your mum has, has cooked something delicious, and you start to salivate. Yeah. That's classical conditioning for you. You're preparing, your body's preparing. It's being conditioned to start to get ready to eat. Um, so in this particular uh, experiment with Pavlov, he he gave the dog some food and rang a bell at the same time. Yeah. Right? Um, or just before. Uh, and then he stopped giving the dog food but continued to ring the bell and the dog would start to salivate. That's classical conditioning. And there's all different now substrates of, of different ways to create conditioning, conditioning effects or learning effects, yeah. essentially. Was I, was I conditioned to know that answer? Because I have no idea how I got that. Anyone it's else? your year 12 psychology coming back to haunt you. Yeah, yeah. All right. All speaking right, of one. year 12 psychology, this next one is uh, an, a, a one from that period as well. So, Charlie, good luck. Okay. Thanks, mate. Yo, I'm the master of the... Sorry, let me start this again. <laughs> <laughs> good start. Yo, I'm the mastermind of the master's mind. I can express emotion, but also withhold it. Tell the truth. Lie. Your thoughts, I expose it. I hope you solve all the riddles your life has to offer and even let you remember that you have a daughter. Uh, <laughs> it's me who makes uh, you... 
your voice be styled, and also lets your sexual desires run wild. It's me who controls all your voluntary muscles. I'm the filter that lets you comprehend life and hate your Brussels. Sprout! <laughs> <laughs> can't help you think twice before being... I can help you think twice before being dense. Here, hold my beer. I reckon I can jump this fence. Charlie, what am I? Uh, Hudson, um, <laughs> I feel like you're the brain, more specifically. You like the decision-making part of the brain or something like that. Or I'm looking for a very specific Are you the prefrontal thing, yeah. cortex? The, the prefrontal cortex. Is that a, is that a, is that a look, cortex? That, look, is a, that is a thing. Charlie. Yes. I'm going to give it a half point because okay. I, was, I was looking for the frontal lobe here because there's lots of elements that I was describing to do with emotion, language, voluntary muscle movements, um, and comprehending uh, your environment and things, uh, which I don't know if that all, the prefrontal cortex does all of those uh, I, I, I'm Hudson here. Like, Am I what, what you, what, That rap was excellent. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right. well, I, um, uh, but that did describe the whole brain to me, not just yeah. the frontal lobe. Because um, we're talking about emotions, we're talking about subcortical, limbic area, we're talking about memories, hippocampus. It's exactly what I was so, thinking. So, it's a little bit um, broad. I need to work on my yeah, flow. Yeah. I mean, it was. You're talking about Brussels sprouts? So maybe I lose I, a I, point. I, I, definitely, <laughs> I definitely got the. I was definitely getting the, the, the frontal area okay. towards the end there, but um, yeah. So it's. Bit of controversy. Yeah, in the yeah. Sims interesting, series. interesting. Yeah. Well, um, it just goes to show how complex the mind is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I also have a bonus point here as well. Can okay. you name the other four? lobes of the brain, Charlie, um, and potentially what they are involved in. Okay, I couldn't tell you what they are, so we'll get Daniel to do that, but I think there's the the occipital. Yes. The temporal. Yep. Yes. The frontal. Yes, you have one more. And the... Uh, the uh, the backle, the back backle, the uh, the, the parietal, the parietal. Ah, that was really close, Charlie. That was that was a really good uh, swing at that. Um, and what do they do? Look, they all do lots of different things, uh, but we're still not hundred percent sure mm. in terms of what they actually do uniquely. So mm. I'm not going to get caught up in, in 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 telling you that this one particular part does this or mm. that, right? We know some areas, particularly subcortically, do some things, but uh, I'm staying away from that one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Um, okay, last one. This is, I'd consider another bonus question. Uh, Charlie, can you describe to me the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Hudson. Yes. Um, a psychiatrist has a medical degree and can administer prescriptions and a psychologist does not have a has a psychology psychology degree a, a, a psychiatrist is a doctor that specializes in psychology whereas a psychi- psychologist is a is a psychologist <laughs> <laughs> i'm locking it in look I, i'll let diamond uh, is that right so so actually you know i was at a christmas party a couple of years ago and someone asked that, and there was, I was there, and there was a psychiatrist there. And someone asked, what the dif- what's the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? And the, uh, the psychiatrist responded, about $400,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's probably the most accurate answer. Yeah, uh, yeah so look, they're medically trained. Um, a psychologist uh, is trained in uh, the psychology of behavior, understanding behavior emotionally, cognitively, and, and behaviorally as well. Mm-hmm. 
a psychiatrist is more trained in uh, probably psychological disorders and pharmacology uh, side of things. Um, they both do conduct therapy. Mm-hmm. I would say a psychologist is is trained for longer in the the talking therapies, whereas mm. a psychiatrist is more of an expert in understanding the pharmacology mm. of things. That's why they can medically descri- prescribe. Ah, uh, look, I need both. <laughs> I'm not going one or the other. I'm going straight for both. Uh, is that it, Hudson? Yeah, that was it. Fantastic um, uh, responses and and explanations of those answers. That was great. It is Psychology Week on the amazing show that is Tell Me Something I Don't Know. And we have a very special guest, Daniel Diamond, sports psychologist. Daniel, how are you having a good time so I'm far? I'm having a great time, Charlie. I'm proving, hopefully, that... It is a profession, sports psychology. Yeah, hopefully you can convince me by the end of the show. Uh, I'll just a quick note that the texts have unfortunately started to dry up, but I do have one here for your mum as well, asking you to as well call call you call her. So, <laughs> good reminder so. from your mum. And now it's time for. Oh, you gotta be trumping me. You gotta be trumping me. This is the game for both of our contestants, Hudson and Daniel Diamond, sports psychologist. It is a real or fake game in classic Trump style. I am gonna give you a medical condition. You have to guess if it's real or if it's fake. As well as that, you can tell me what it is. So if it's real, tell me what it is. If it's also if it's fake, tell me what you think I think it is. <laughs> Um, are you ready, Hudson <laughs> Sawada, or are you going to finish, let's, let's, finish let's doing do the this. technical let's stuff? Let's do this. Let's go. All right. Fire up the music. First one is progressive lipodystrophy. Progressive lipodystrophy. Is this a real or a fake medical condition? Do you, do you have a description about what this condition would entail? Um, I will give it to you after you tell me if it's real. Oh, <laughs> this is a bit hard. But I'm going to start with a affirmative, strong no. No? Um, okay, what do you think it would be? <laughs> what do I think it would be? Yeah. But I'm saying it's not a thing. Doesn't matter. Oh. Um, can you repeat the name again? Sorry. Progressive, Progressive lipodystrophy. Well, lipo, I'm thinking lip- automatically liposuction, some kind of like vacuuming, some kind of like... Okay. Uh, so some when kind you're of progressively brutal. vacuuming. Yes. Okay. All right. Daniel Diamond. I'm going to go with real. Yep. <sighs> and I'm going to go with... Uh, Essentially, it's, well, liposuction. Suction would be the vacuuming there, Hudson. So lipo would be fat, lipids, fat. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's some sort of loss of fat. So weight loss, progressive, is essentially the medical condition for weight loss. I'm going, I'm guessing. Congratulations. But also... No. Oh. Um, <laughs> lipo progressive lipodystrophy does exist. It's called reverse Benjamin Button syndrome. And it's basically oh. where uh, your sufferers are looked, look old beyond their years. So their oh. cells prematurely age. Skin cells in particular. So uh, half a point to Daniel Diamond. So is, Diamond. is the lipo skin? Is yes. That what? Yeah, lipo right. skin. Right. I thought that was like a dermis. I don't have no anyway, idea what sorry, I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I think I'm no learning idea. things okay. here. <laughs> uh, number two, type one hereditary sensory neuropathy. Is this a real or a fake one. medical condition? I've got the feeling that you've just added type one on here to like throw <laughs> to throw it off. So new, it's got to be something that's obviously passed down through the generations. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. What was the last bit? Her- Type 1 hereditary sensory neuropathy. Sensory neuropathy. Something to do with, like, obviously your maybe sight or sound or touch. Um, so, but I'm, I'm still going to say no. This is not a real thing. Okay, Daniel Diamond. 
Well, if it's not a real thing, Charlie, you're very good at putting correct the, like medical terms together. <laughs> um, I'm also going to go with false. Um, but can I guess what it would be? Yes, actually, you can definitely uh, guess. I would say it's with some sort of... Uh, so it's type 1... Can you repeat it again? Type, type 1 hereditary sensory neuropathy. Yeah, so loss of feeling. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Something You're like, fired. Oh, Wrong. Yeah. It <laughs> is um, 100% real. Oh, Two right. in every uh, million people suffer from it and is a loss of sensation. So people oh. uh, on their skin, they also can't feel pain or temperature um, to lesser degrees and also right, not at right. all. So none is of this, you got that Is there right. different types? Uh, there's type 2 and okay. type 3. Right. Oh, wow. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, number 3, radoxical embarrassima. Is this a real <laughs> or a radoxical embarrassima? Radoxical embarrassima. I really the terminology is just so hard to like <laughs> like understand. It's so hard to, all, all I can and here is embarrassing so like maybe but it's not really like a fear we're not talking about fears here are we we're talking about like radoxical like, embarrassima okay <laughs> i'm gonna say this is not real again i've none of these have been real in my brain so far <laughs> but uh you've you constantly feel like you're being embarrassed okay that's what i'm All gonna right. say but it's not it's not real you see i uh, i don't ask me how i know this but I know Charlie enjoys a radox bath. <laughs> I reckon he was making this up in the bath. Okay. And it's some sort of condition where you spent too long in the radox bath. And your, your fingers and hands become all pruney and you, you then come out of the bath and, you, and, you, and your family sees you all pruned up and you get embarrassed. Uh, wow, that is... Congratulations! Yes. I beat China all the Look, time. It is kind of a scent made up. Uh, that isn't it though, but I wish it was. That would be mad. It is uh, when um, the condition is... So it's someone that... It's some, it causes um, a permanent embarrassment when they're on the radio or radoxical oh, embarrassing. Oh, radoxical. Radoxical embarrassing. Number four, there's two more to go. Do we have time, Hudson? Uh, let's see how we go after this one. Hypoempathic neurological neuropathy. Oh, God. Is this a real or a fake syndrome? Emphatic. Emphatic neurological neuropathy. neuropathy. Didn't we already have a neuropathy? This is the second... There's more than one neuropathy. Hmm. So, on that logic, <laughs> I'm going to say this is a true okay. condition. Um, but that is all I will say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say false. I, I'm guessing a hypo is actually so a reduction of it, not hyper. So, yeah, hypoempathic. So, it's reduction of your empathy. Yeah. And then your neuropathic neurology. Your neuro neurological neuropathy. I, I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> stuff to do with uh yeah so it's fake congratulate i beat china Dino, all Dino, the you time. are 100 correct it oh is a God, it is fake and it, it is a reduction in your empathy in your brain despite the fact you win every week hudson <laughs> suffers from this well. immensely that was incredible get i don't think uh, neurological neuropathy exists but there you go number five is fegoli delusion is this a real or a Ooh, fake medical condition fegoli delusion I Fagoli has given me nothing, so like <laughs> okay. I don't have any any kind of in, like experience to draw with the meaning Fugolis. of Fagoli. Um, but it sounds like it's you're gonna have some crazy built story around somebody called Fagoli, <laughs> or it's some kind of like World Cup sport player or something. <laughs> you're gonna turn into a condition. So I'm okay, gonna say this saying? is false. Okay, Daniel Diamond. Uh, Fagoli. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is real, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it's a belief that someone's stolen your kidneys. Oh, it's. I beat China all the time. It's not Congratulations. right. Congratulations. So it is wow. real. Wow. The goalie delusion is people who are rationally convinced that strangers have taken the place of their friends oh. and family. That was that was real that close. was really close. So they're they're like convinced that people are wearing cunning Mission Impossible type disguises on their faces, right? Which was similar to the question I asked at the start of the episode that everybody's robots. Exactly, it's pretty mm. much the exact same thing. Wow. Uh, that's it, Hudson Sawada. The show is over. The show uh. is done. Uh, Daniel Diamond, our very special yeah, guest. Yeah, Have you had yeah. fun, my friend? I had a great time. I had an awesome time. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the lying. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Do you two gentlemen want to know the scores? Charlie, I'm ready. Hit me up. I know I'm going to win, like always. Okay, Hudson has never lost. Let's just put it out there. On a pitiful and surprising two points, Hudson Sawada! What? (laughs) On an unbelievably high six points, Charles Kennahan! But in a devastating turn of events, Daniel Diamond has pipped him on seven points. Charlie still hasn't won a game. (laughs) Daniel Diamond comes in like he owns the joint and just sweeps it out. Hudson... (laughs) I beat. I, I tripled your score today, mate. Charlie, I don't want to talk about it. You still haven't won. I still. So I still won. don't know if this uh, changes that position about you never winning. But anyway, it's a good start. Instead of me uh, lose, reading out the compliments, how about we get our very good psychologist here, Daniel Diamond, to tell us some psychological puns? What do you reckon? Uh, I'm happy to do that. I've got three of them. Oh, he's got three of them. How do you give him some music? All right, first one. <laughs> Why did Wally go to therapy? To what? find himself. Oh. <laughs> I always hated Wes Wally. These are already better than mine. <laughs> How many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? Zero, because it's not a real profession. <laughs> oh, savage. Just, just savage. one, so long as the light bulb really wants to change. <laughs> <clears throat> and finally, right, a psychologist returned from a conference in the Rocky Mountains where all the delegates spent more time on the icy ski slopes than attending lectures and seminars. Uh, When she got back, her husband asked her, so, how did it go? Fine, she replied, but I've never seen so many Freudian slips. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good! Charlie, you can learn a lot from this man. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I found that so oh, funny. I think it's just the sophistication you bring. It's just it's so highbrow, and I'm just not used to it. <laughs> uh, Hudson Sawada, um, we don't have many shows left, do we? No, we've only got a couple of weeks left. So make sure you tune in um, next week. You can catch our podcast as well. Um, but just before you go, we're talking a lot about about very sensitive topics. You know, psychology is very complex, and the experience is different mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, and we're not necessarily trying to make light of any of um, people's different engagements with their um, psychic. So uh, if you ever want to get in touch with somebody, there's Beyond Blue. You can ring on one three double zero double two four six three six or the kids helpline on one eight hundred five five one eight hundred and finally the lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen. So really good to get in touch with those people if you have anything you'd like to talk about. Or you can go see Daniel Diamond, sports psychologist. Of course. Daniel Daniel Diamond, do you have anything to plug? Before you leave. I'm I'm happy to plug myself. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, it's either danieldiamond.com or pspc.com, which is the uh, Performance and Sports Psychology Clinic down at Albert Park. Uh, Daniel Diamond, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I will see you at soccer training tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great afternoon. See you later.
Should I be-